Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheeky Scientist News. I'm Isaiah and today we're talking about interviewing. Now the most important interview you're going to have with any company is the first interview. On average there's about 525 applicants per position right now. Of course larger companies can have up to 2,000. That drop-off is going to be about to 40 maybe at the most for bigger companies. Okay so you're going to lose a lot of people in that process of going to the hiring funnel, right? That's the biggest cut. Hundreds and hundreds of people are gone. Unfortunately, a lot of us, we wait until maybe the second, third, fourth interview, or that's what we imagine in our mind is the most important. It's not, it's that first interview. Because at that first interview, they're still looking for reasons not to hire you. It's not until the second interview or after that they're looking for reasons to hire you because they've invested enough time and resources at that point. There's a great article that just came out called What to Say in an Interview so you get the job. It's by a, a PhD, Tracy Brower. I really like this article. It hits on many of the key points that we need to focus on. Okay, now in terms of the points that I think are number one, showing a track record of success, as in quantified results, and talking about those results in person with the employer, something specific. A lot of us just say, you know, I'm good at collaborating. Very different to say, I've done two successful collaborations in this area, and I think that's something I'm going to be able to carry over to your company so that I can immediately hit the ground running. They want to know you can hit the ground running, which is why I like this phrasing, a track record of success. If they want to see where you're going to run to with the company, they got to look back at where you've run from. Okay, so make sure you're describing that in detail. You need to have a list. The people that we work with, we say get a huge list of different reasons why the employer should hire you that has numerical values, okay, results. Uh, on that list, 10, 20, 30, 40 different quantified results about why you're the best fit for the job. The next point is to talk about future value. You can't overstate the importance of this. You have to future pace employers, help them see you in the position. Give them, you know, for example, in this role I would do ABC. Invite those questions, ask them, you know, what, tell me about a time where somebody has been hired where they did a really good job fitting themselves in the company culture. That will give you the insights you need to know how to future pace them. Talk about the benefits you can add to the company, right? That's why they're hiring you, for the value you can add. What is the value you're going to bring? Too many of us stay past-focused. While it's important to talk about the track record of your successes, you got to talk about how it's relevant to the job at hand, how you're going to parlay those into immediate results for the company on the track ahead. So that's the key. And this article does a really good job emphasizing that. A couple of other points here. Show interest in the position. Too many of us are worried about being desperate, especially coming out of higher education. We think emotion's the enemy of logic, so we try to stay very cool, calm, and collected. But guess what? Nobody's going to hire the cool kid who acts like they don't really want the job. For every employer that you might lose for being too enthusiastic, you're going to lose 99 for not being enthusiastic enough. You can't wait to get into this job. You want it so bad, you might even do it for free. You're, you're ready to start working now. Now, you don't have to jump up and down, right? Do jumping jacks, anything crazy like that. You just have to be on fire for the role. You got to know a lot about the company. You got to say, I really want this job and be able to back it up with reasons why. What's your rationale? Why do you want the job? Why are they your top choice? Talk up your skills a lot. Go over and over the skills that you have and how they're going to lead to the results that they need. So I really like this article. Again, uh, it ends with coming across professionally. You got to be prepared to play the part. If you've never had an industry job, for example, are you prepared to act like an industry professional? Are you still following the academic social norms or the social norms of the job you came out of? What about for this sector, this job? You've got to play that role. 
another article that I really like that came out, it's in US News, Six Expert Tips for Interview Success by Jamela Adam. It talks about number one, clustering your work experience into skill sets. You can't, again, just talk about your past. This is one of the reasons that for everyone that we work with, we talk about the functional resume format, and it's really the, the functional style of how to group your skills together. Instead of just grouping things in chronological order by time, what about all the different experiences you've had in life that have given you this type of skill? To go back to a simple example that I mentioned at the beginning, to collaboration. It's not just one role you've had to collaborate in, but multiple. And you've learned through multiple experiences, multiple roles, the effectiveness of cross-functional collaboration. And you've learned how to be effective by collaborating. You've got to be able to talk about it by grouping these skills together so they, they see right, what you're able to bring to the table in terms of function. That's why it's called a, a functional resume or a functional interviewing strategy in this case. Prepare for behavioral questions using the STAR format. So situation, task, action, result. A lot of articles talk about this. If you're not telling a little short story with every answer that you give, even if they ask you what's your biggest weakness, and you just say, oh, you know, I work too hard. That's not what they want to hear. The employers, and one of the articles talks about this too, they're, they're nervous as well. They're meeting somebody new. It's why they'll start with general questions to warm things up. Tell me a little bit about yourself, okay? And if they put in all this effort to ask you 20 different questions, and then at the end you have no questions to ask on your own, and for every question they ask you, you're giving short one or two word answers. Like if they, if they ask you a question and you say, well, I didn't do much of that, but I can do this. Okay. And now you're, you're giving it back to them. You're like, well, I did my job. I answered. Okay, go. Ask me more. You're making them work harder. Why are you doing that? You got to take the reins. They want to see you command the room in terms of the interview. They want to see you command the interview. Make it easier for them. Don't just sit back and wait for them to drive. That's, that's how you're not going to make it to the next interview. You got to drive. Um, and you have to follow their lead in many, many of those cases, of course. You've got to follow, you know, be sensitive to their personality type, but you've got to be able to, to give in the interview a lot more than most of us realize. Speak in specifics, not generalizations. Again, you can't just say, you know, I, I meet deadlines because I'm organized. Instead, you say, here's a research project, and this is an example in the article. Here's a research project I was managing, and the steps I took to ensure I hit all deadlines. Step one, step two, step three. Again, using that STAR format where you talk about the situation two years ago in this last role, right? The, 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 the task at hand, the, the problem, that's the T, the action you took, and then the result, of course, afterwards, and the lesson you learned from that result. Ask questions to demonstrate your interest. So if it made you nervous about me talking about how you have to be enthusiastic, show interest, you can do it by asking questions. There's some great questions here. What do you consider to be the most challenging aspect of the role? Could you tell me about the team I'll be working with? Another great question. What are the opportunities for professional development within this role? Is there anything else I can provide you with that would be helpful? Any other questions I can answer about my qualifications? I'll read the last one here. I love these. What does success look like in this position, and how would you measure it? That's how you demonstrate interest. And then finally, be clear about why you're the best person for the job. Be clear about why you're the best person for the job. You're building a case. You've got to tell them. I'm the best person for this job, even if you feel like there's some imaginary person out there that could be better than you, that has all the skills, which this person doesn't exist, by the way. You gotta be able to say, I'm the best person for this job for X, Y, Z reasons. Practice that, write it down. I'm the best person for this job, and then make a list, bring that list with you. It's open book, these interviews. The three trickiest job interview questions and the best answers. One of them is what I just mentioned, what's your biggest weakness, right? So talk about a weakness you had and how you overcame it, 
and that you learn that asking for help or collaborating to overcome weaknesses, that's a lesson you're going to bring to the company. How would, how would your former manager or coworkers describe you? We hear these a lot. Like basically, how would somebody else that you're not describe you? Like, do you have any self-awareness, professional awareness? So you want to just really talk about your strengths. Don't lean into things that you're not good at. Focus those that you know that you're good at. What, what could people count on you for? That's another way to phrase it. I've heard this asked before. What could people not count on you for? Think these things through beforehand. How would you describe your last boss? Try to think of your boss. I mean, part of the reason some of you are leaving your jobs or academia, whatever else, is because of your past boss. Never talk poorly about your past situation. Instead, talk about a time when things were better, right? When there was uh, there's certain qualities. Maybe they know a lot about the field. Whatever that is, you got to mention those positive qualities. Never talk negatively during an interview for a job with somebody you just met, especially. Your next job interview might be with AI. Here's how to ace it. We've got to be thinking ahead, okay? I'm talking to a lot of people right now that have had to submit videos of themselves to AI. So how do you get through AI? How do you impress a bot? Right? That's what this talks about. That's exactly what it says, how to impress a bot. Great article. This is by Megan Cruello. And it says, pretend you're talking to a human. This is the crazy thing about AI is artificial intelligence, so they want to make it mimic humans as much as possible. So they want you to behave like you're a human. It's going to be evaluating things like tonality, facial expressions, eye contact, this kind of stuff. But at the same time, you have to understand that it's a bot and you have to say the same key words that you would put on your resume from the job posting. So have that job posting in front of you. Say the same key words, okay, that are on the job posting because it's using those words, the bot. But it also wants to see that you can act natural with things like, again, more of the unspoken things, so to speak, body language, your positioning, eye contact, it's evaluating all of this stuff. So there's a quantitative side and a qualitative side. And, and then it talks a lot about practicing. A uh, couple more things that I want to talk about. Just some great advice in an article called, I got the job, 20 job search and interview tips people swore by in 2023. That's supposed to carry us over to 2024. If an employer asks you why you're leaving your current employer, what do you say? I really like this. Give a reason that involves something the new employer has that the old employer doesn't have. Again, it's not because it's, toxic where you are now or where you're leaving, but it's because you want to get into XYZ field. It was always your plan to get into this field that's different from this field you're in the, in the past. Or you've always wanted to be able to do, you know, leverage these skills more. Whatever that position has that's different, figure that out and say that that's the reason proactively that you want to get into that role. So focus on where you're going. Pivot in that direction. Don't talk about what you didn't like in the past, of course. Um, uh, your interviewers are just as anxious as you are. I talked about this earlier, so it says be friendly. Don't monologue. Use the star technique and have at least a couple questions to ask the interviewer. Again, don't let them ask you 20 questions without having questions of your own to ask in return, without having longer answers that actually tell them a story. That's value to them. They need to see that. There's nothing worse from an employer's point of view, right? But maybe it's an even tie. I don't know, it depends on the employer. Then a monologue where you talk forever, like we're talking like five minute answers versus those five second answers. You want to talk for about a minute or two when, you, when it comes to answering a question. And then you can volley it back by asking, you know, if that adds clarity, if that answers their question. Okay, very important to do. A couple more things, questions you could ask at the end of an interview. A lot of us don't think about this. Make a list of questions as well. It's open book, as I mentioned. What are the challenges of this position? What are the first priorities of this position? Love that question. How has this position evolved over time? Another great question. 
What have past employees done to succeed in this role? What do you like the most about working at this company? Do you have any hesitations about my qualifications? You gotta ask that question before you end the interview. So all things interviewing today, if you like this new show, share it with someone else, stay current, and stay active in your job search. This takes us to the end of today's new show. We'll see you next time.